Hi, and welcome to the Expansive Podcast. My name is Eric Kruger, and today we have a really interesting episode for you. But before we get to that, John, how's Dubai doing, dude? Hey, how's it? How's it? Uh, Dubai is absolutely fantastic. The more I um, explore the city, the more I'm amazed at how many different aspects there are to the city. Uh, two nights ago, I was in a place called Al Barari, which is a forest. Believe it or not, there's a forest, in Dubai. a dense okay. in Dubai, a forest that was so cool and beautiful and butterflies and birds and there's housing in there and there's mansions and apartments and streams. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. So there's been a family here that's been planting these trees for the last few decades wow. and watering them. And it's just amazing. And then, um, and every time I go somewhere, I explore something else and there's just a totally different version of Dubai and it's a melting pot. And I've heard of over 190 different nationalities that are here what? making a life here. Wow. And so you're constantly engaging with people from all sorts of walks of life. And there's one golden thread for everybody. For me, it's like adventure. Mm. It's like people are here for an adventure. Mm. And uh, so I'm just, I'm totally enthused uh, by the multiple uh, types of um, sort of Dubai that they are. And I find myself suffering from FOMO. Because I'm like, at one event, I'm like, oh my God, there's another 85 events that I'm missing out on. So uh, for now, I'm settling in. And uh, also one of the highlights has been me cycling in the desert the last couple of days. Mm, so I've seen that. built this uh, 80 kilometer track in the desert. And uh, so this morning and two mornings ago, my friend Stuart and I went out and did it. Uh, it's just unbelievable. So crisp, so fresh, and in fact, quite cold. You know, we had to really? wear like full sleeves. Yeah, really cold in the morning. So this wow. is winter for them. So yeah, yeah, really good. Listen, How's Joburg? Yeah, listen, Joburg's mm. amazing, amazingly hot. Um, spent the entire weekend out in the sun. I, I was with Mark, um, and you saw that. Uh, Mark Sham from Suits and Sneakers. We went, I wanted to introduce him to Axel and uh, have him come come on a walk for us. Dude, it's my thing. It's my thing. Like, I want actually, like, from now on, when I see my friends, I wanted to go for a walk with my dog. Like, I think that's the best yeah, way. It's your son. We get out. No, no, but it's not your dog, bro. No, but, do, but it's your son. I, I get it. But, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I fully accept that. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. but it looks like you. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> it's so good to be, to be out and like yeah, fresh air. I agree. Amazing. Listen, so, um, we're talking to a, about a topic that's very near and dear to your heart today. Um, so we've been receiving the Why most. Why my heart? Why my heart? Why are you? <laughs> Why my heart? <laughs> remember, okay, remember okay. the the elegance. Remember the elegance as we go through this episode. Yes, yes, of course. So, of course. Um, <laughs> so we've been receiving really good feedback regarding the podcast, and it's been amazing to uh, get messages from you and to get messages on Instagram and from all over. Uh, people just mm. saying how much value they're finding in the podcast. And then uh, this one review popped up that kind of surprised us both. Mm. And I thought I'd, mm. I'd read it and then uh, let's, let's talk about it a bit because whenever mm. we do, mm. whenever you do work in a public domain, there's always going to be good feedback. There's going to be feedback that isn't going to be so favorable. And you kind of have to make mm. peace to the fact that that's going to be the way that it evolves. So let me read it and then we'll take it from there. So the review says, Do you have to read it? Uh, <laughs> Do you have to read it? <laughs> Well, <laughs> don't kick us while we're down, Eric. Don't kick us while we're down. So, yeah, okay. uh, so well, firstly, rock firstly, boss, rock boss. It's yes, rock boss. His name is rock boss. Yes. Do anybody know a rock boss out there? Yeah. Rock boss, obviously not. It's boss. a troll. So, uh, yeah. So here's the review. 
narrative lacks substance. Not sure what you want to achieve here. Yeah. So, so how do you feel about that? Thing. No, I initially felt like I wanted to burn him alive. But um, after I got over that, I, I started reflecting on the fact that Seth Godin said something really, really smart. He said that your work will never be liked by everybody. And when it is not liked by somebody, your response should be, it's not for you. Mm. It's for somebody else. Mm. But the truth is, is that you really have to go out of your way to complain about something. Or I would even imagine that this person didn't like you, I, this podcast before they even started listening to it and arrived already perturbed maybe most probably didn't even listen to something and just wanted to be able to have a bit of a stab now mm. when i'm on stage i can quite literally see how the audience is split up in what they think about me mm. their facial expressions um their body language shows it out loud and the the, the audience is usually split into 25 percent groups four quarters the one quarter knows me is excited they're on my sort of uh, page they're really keen. The other quarter is kind of excited to see me, but they really want to see me perform this time. One quarter is on the fence and like, okay, but who is this guy? We've heard could have good things, but he's got a lot to prove to me. And 25% of the audience are going out of their way to show me that they don't like what I'm talking yeah. about. Quite literally going <laughs> out of their way, right? Which is the funniest thing because they, they're like purposefully looking bored, you know? Mm. So, um, and this is just another example of that. And even while I'm on stage, and I'm sure you can agree, but even while you're on stage, it's so, um, it's hurtful. You know what I mean? It's, it's hurtful that somebody's going out of their way and they're perturbed. But let's become clear about something. If we are not able to make an absolute clear laser focused statement on the world that we're living in, then what happens is that you'll always have everybody who's lukewarm to you or bland to you and you become unforgettable. Mm -hmm. And so when you are steering a clear message into society, your clear a response from society is I love you and I hate you. Mm. And so I think that's what this is going on, you know, and, and I think that rejection is something that every human being takes on board in a different way. I think the trick is how long do you let it sit inside your heart and kind of really perturb you. Mm. And so he, this person, um, when I find him, he's dead. But besides that, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But besides that, I think it was a wonderful opportunity for you and I to have a reality check because I think everybody's been blowing steam out of us and it's been <laughs> awesome. But it's also nice now to have like, okay, okay, it's a, sort of a reality check. What, mm. what, what were your sort of, because you, you're a very elegant guy. So what were your um, sort of <laughs> I'm glad you brought the, uh, the, the audience into it because it was actually some of the th things I was thinking about uh, when I was driving back from the park today with X is that whenever you're standing in front of an audience, you can almost always be guaranteed that there's going to be a split in the audience. And my mine hasn't been the four quarters. What I've typically seen is that there's like 60% of people that are really engaged and into what you're saying. Then there's another 20 to 30% that they're like, okay, but like they might like pay attention to one part and then completely dip off again. And then you'll find them somewhere like in between them checking social media. And then you have 10% who just are just checking out completely. And I remember the first time I did a talk for a small company and dude, it was quite weird because we were like maybe 30 people in the room, you know, like these intimate gatherings are almost yeah, a bit intimate, more like, intimate, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm talking and I look down and the next moment there's a dude in the middle sleeping, but like full on <laughs> knocked out, passed out. And <laughs> when I saw that, geez, did it th like threw me off. 
But then I realized, like, yeah. you know, you maybe I was boring, perhaps, like, for a yeah. moment. Yeah. But yeah. more likely, that dude is just tired. Like, he's overworked, and he's had such a rough day. And, like, finally, he's sitting down for a moment, and his nervous system is going dead. And like, why, why make that a personal thing? But if I look back, so when I started Better Man in 2015, I, I never received criticism. Like, I, I can't remember anyone ever saying to me, this thing that you're doing, like, it's BS. Or like, how, how can you have this thing where you uplift men? Like, it never happened. But my first experience with that kind of rejection was people unsubscribing from my daily email. And I remember I'd go in every single day and go and check who unsubscribed. And then I would email them to say, why did you unsubscribe from my daily email? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I, I needed to know. <laughs> and, yeah. and then... Yeah. And then at some point I realized, you know what, you can't please everyone. Like, cause I would send out the best email, the most amazing email. People would say to me like, wow, thank you for this. And then I'd go check and people unsubscribed. And then that made me realize, you know, you can't be for everyone. But then the next thing that happened was I saw a video of a, like an automatic dog launcher. I don't know if you've seen those. So awesome little video. So, so it cute. launches tennis balls, not dogs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good, good distinction. Dog launcher. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tennis balls, four so, dogs. Yes, I get you. So, yeah. like, it's such a cute little video. The lab comes, put the ball in, ball gets launched. He does this over and over and over. Yeah. And then I was reading through the comments, and people were bashing this video. Like, how could the owners be, like, so uh, careless, not spend time with their dogs? And I was like, you know what? If If you look at this video and you have something negative to say – then there's always going to be someone who has something to say about anything and everything in the world. Everything. And that just, yeah. that just made me realize, you know, you exactly to Seth's, Seth's point. I think he puts it so elegantly every time. Like, it's okay. This is not for you. And, and I think we also need to adopt that attitude though, as, as users of, of platforms, because that review actually adds nothing to our lives either, you know, and, and obviously we're not, we're not taking that to heart, but I think that, in a world where we do have the opportunity to give people feedback, perhaps there's a better way of doing it. Perhaps like, because that doesn't help us produce a better podcast. It doesn't yes, help but, uh, people. But he wasn't doing it for us. He was doing it for him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or her. But, but I want yeah. people to be more conscious of, of the way that we yeah. leave reviews and give feedback. Because Amazon and Yelp and like all these platforms have made it so easy to give feedback. And it's great. But it doesn't help if, if the feedback doesn't serve... Uh, the well, users or us in a certain way. Yeah, you know the thing is, is I, I obviously we we very busy on social media, you and I, and I'm always up for a negotiation until somebody's rude, and then I just block them because there's no then then you're not arguing the point. Now you're being demeaning or derogatory or just condescending. <clears throat> and I've had people call me out on it, and I said, but you weren't arguing in a fair way. You weren't um, really like trying to make a point. You were trying to make me look bad based on your perspective of the subject that I was sharing. And so, unfortunately, we can't delete this one because to be honest with you, it's much more about the person than it is about us. It's got much more. And I'll tell you why is because I know this is because when I'm tired or when I'm hungry, I'm a petulant child. I'm working on that just by the way, but I am a petulant child. And sometimes I'm just out of sorts until I eat and then my sugar levels back up or I get a nap and I'm fine again. But <clears throat> I know I'm rude sometimes when I'm in that state. And I think some people are just triggered for many, many years. They don't even realize they're triggered. There's something that happened that got them into a bad mood. And 
You know, I said this to you on WhatsApp and, and you said you don't need to say it here, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> the thing is, is, you know, you don't have haters. And I got this from Grant Cardone, who I'm actually seeing on next Saturday. I'm watching him at a conference here. But he said there's no such thing as haters. There's only quitters. People who've quit on their dreams and then hating on other people that are living theirs. And if I think about it, I called it the arrogant inferior victim in my first book, What's Your Moonshot, where anybody who's doing better than you, you want to break them down so you can feel better about your own crappy life so that you don't have to feel bad. So, for example, somebody driving a Ferrari, you say nice car to him, but behind his back, you say thief. Or did you hear she got a promotion? She must have slept away to the top because she's not clever or whatever. You, you can make any derogatory statement. And, you know, it slips out of people without them even realizing they're doing it. And what that is, it just means that you have not stepped up into your highest genius. And then when you do, all you can do is celebrate other people and uplift. When you haven't, all you can do is break other people because you muff. Because you're like, how does it come so easy to you and not to me? So either way, I think, I, to be honest with you, I think this discussion between us has made me feel a lot better about it. So I appreciate that you wanted to chat. Yeah, and I think it's important that everyone listen, listening to this podcast, um, I'm hoping that what we're doing is inspiring them to take action and go and do things. And, you know, if you go and do things, there are going to be people who are just going to give you flack for it. And there's that quote that says, if you want people to say nothing, then do nothing, be nothing. And that's not what we're about. And that's not what we want people who we associate to be about. So I want people to know that there's going to be negative feedback at some point. There's going to be someone who's going to try and bring you down. And I want you to know that that's fine and that you have to understand the state of mind that they're coming from, but also that you have to have a certain maturity in the way that you approach it. Because we've had a lot of people give us some feedback on how to improve the podcast. And I'd like to oh, think, yeah, yeah, we have, I'd yeah. like to think that we've been quite open to it and we've taken a couple of steps that have helped us to up our game already. So I'm Are you talking about my mic that's in my hand right well, now. Eric? I'm talking about your mic and your, <laughs> and your, uh, <laughs> the, the, your handling of that mic. It's become very professional. Of the mic. Of the mic. <laughs> well, let me, let me, let me, let me just tell people, everybody who's listening, Eric has been gesturing me on the video on the other side. Put your mic closer to your mouth, closer to your mouth. So thank so, you, Eric, for producing me. Coaching, dude. Coaching, no problem. So, yeah, well done. So, so, there's been a lot of feedback that we've taken to heart and we've said, how do we improve the podcast? Because we want this to be a globally, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Help me out. Uh, world class. World, world class, class. World class production. Yes. Yes. So, so yes, that yes. means, how do we do that? It means that we bring authenticity to the table. It means that we bring the production to the table. We've hired a sound engineer to help us out. We got designers to do the podcast cover. Everything that we felt we couldn't do to the best of our ability, we've outsourced and we've become a lot more serious about the podcast as well, every succeeding episode. So we, all I'm trying to sort of end off with here is that we've been very open to feedback. And I think if you are creating, you need to be open to feedback, but be careful from where you take your feedback and for the rest of it, just let it go. Just let it be. Know where it's coming from. And as Seth said, you know, I'm not for you and that's okay. I, I, got, I got two things. There's two things mm. that come to mind. I made a video a while back called, are you a creator or a critic? Mm. And if you're so busy creating, you don't have time to critic. Yeah. If you're not creating, you're criticizing. Mm. Also, another thing is a lot of people don't share videos, don't share things on social media because they're worried about other people criticizing them. And so what we do is we shine away. We, 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 we dull our light so that other people, just in case somebody calls us out, you know, 
And, and to be honest with you, people think that we, you and I are okay with it. Of course we're not. Nobody likes rejection, but the messaging and the energy around that is bigger than the criticism. And so when it does come, it does hurt. Of course it hurts. But then we're like, okay, well, we're still busy building other episodes. So we almost like, okay, get over it, dust yourself off and keep going. So remember, you're either criticizing or you're creating. And you're so focused on creating, you don't have time for this crap that people do. So either way, whatever this oak's name or chick's name is, uh, thanks very much for giving us a whole episode thank to you. make about Thank you, you for the gifts. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for the <laughs> gifts. Exactly. John, thank you. What a great episode. And we'll, we'll talk again soon, brother. I look forward to it, bro. Thank you, Thank dude. you man. Ciao.